0: Good morning, this meeting will come to order. Welcome to the January 18th, 2024 regular meeting of the government audit and oversight committee of the San Francisco Board of Supervisors. I'm Supervisor Dean Preston, chair of the committee, joined by Vice Chair Catherine Stephanie. Uh, The committee clerk is Monique Creighton and we wanna thank uh, the team at SFGovTV for staffing this meeting. Madam Clerk, any announcements?
1: Yes, good morning. Public comment will be taken on each item on this agenda. When your item of interest comes up and public comment is called, please line up to speak on your right. Alternatively, you may submit public comment in writing in either of the following ways. Email them to the government audit and committee clerk at M-O-N-I-Q-U-E dot c-r-a-y-t-o-n at sfgov.org. If you submit public comment via email, it will be forwarded to the supervisors and also included as part of the official file. You may also send your written comments via U.S. Postal Service to our office in City Hall, one Dr. Carlton B. Goodlit Place, room 244, San Francisco, California, 94102. If you have documents you would like to be included as part of the file, please submit them to me before the end of the meeting. Please make sure to silence all cell phones and electronic devices to prevent any interruptions to today's proceedings. Finally, items acted upon today are expected to appear on the Board of Supervisors agenda of January 30th, 2024, unless otherwise stated.
0: Thank you, Madam Clerk. Uh, before we call the first item, I'd like to make a motion to excuse Supervisor Chan from today's meeting. Please call the roll on that.
1: And the motion to excuse Supervisor Chan, Supervisor Stephanie, excuse me. Stephanie, I. Member Peskin. Chair Pres, uh, Chair Peskin. Preston. Chair Preston. Aye. Mr. Chair, two ayes.
0: Thank you. That motion uh, passes, and just for clarity, we do have uh, President Peskin uh, sitting with us uh, today to join some of the, d- the discussions on these items. Uh, so welcome, President Peskin. Um, I do want to let the uh, public know we will be calling, uh, first item one, we will be calling uh, item 10 um, as the out of order as the second item on today's agenda. But first, uh, Madam Clerk, please call item one.
1: Item number one is a resolution authorizing the Office of the Mayor to solicit in-kind donations through the Civic Bridge Program from various city contractors, notwithstanding the behested payments ordinance for six months from the enactment date of this resolution. Thank you, Madam Clerk. This item
0: is uh, sponsored by the Mayor. Uh, I understand we have Matt Larson from the Mayor's Office of Innovation, uh, as well as Sophia Kittler. Um, of the Office of Innovation here today. Uh, The floor is yours, welcome.
2: Hello, wonderful. Uh, Thank you, Chair Preston, members of the committee. Uh, My name is Sophia Kittler from the mayor's office. I'm joined by Matt Larson. Um, The item before you today is a behested payments waiver for the um, Civic Bridge Program. It is the second such behested payments waiver. I'm very pleased to say we were the first behested payments waiver this time last year. Um, Civic Bridge is a program that started in 2015. We are in our 10th cohort. Um, And the goal is to bring in um, outside pro bono consultants and, and volunteers to work on kind of strategic projects across the city. Um, the project really, or the program really brings in extra capacity where there is is either a time crunch or um, the particular team does not have the expertise to work on something. Um, it is kind of the scope of projects where you would not want to go out and get a full-blown consultant and actually hire something. They tend to be kind of design-oriented um, or facilitation-oriented projects. Um, so... Uh, It it tends to be short-term work, adds capacity, and adds an outside perspective on how the private sector or um, outside partners might think about a problem a little bit differently than how the city does. Um, The behested payments waiver before you allows us to solicit teams um, from for-profit companies to do this work. Um, They will be donating their time as an in-kind donation. Um, The list of uh, proposed contactees I suppose is what I would call them, um, is the list of companies that have either already expressed interest and reached out to us proactively as wanting to be involved or people we have worked with in the past. None of the mentioned companies are actually interested parties at this time but given that there is kind of like a forward-looking anyone who might come in and lobby the mayor's office and we wanted to have on record who we were planning to communicate with. Um, our process there is we have a public newsletter where we say anyone who might want to participate can, but then people we have worked with in the past or who have expressed specific interest, we reach out to directly, particularly if we think that there's a good match with the project. Um, this cohort, we have focused all of our projects on um, homelessness, street outreach, and housing. Um, if you have questions about the particulars of the project, um, Matt Larson can give us a little bit more context. Um, we consider this work to all be time sensitive in the sense that it should be done sooner rather than later. It will, is work that if left, if, if Civic Bridge did not exist and we were not able to get this outside help, the city would get around to it, um, probably either through our office or through the Office of Digital Services. but. Um, those are kind of like full dance cards, and Civic Bridge allows us to kind of move up that process a little bit. Um, what else can I tell you? Oh, the timeline. Um, so this behested payments waiver, once hopefully approved by this body and the greater board of supervisors, then allows us to reach out to those companies. Once we have found um, uh, partners that are willing and interested in, and a good match for some of those projects, um, we match them, and then we come back for an uh, accept and expend. Um, as of last year, we historically those had been retroactive. Last year, we made a commitment, and this was and was the first year where we did that before we actually began the work, um, which we think is really important from a transparency perspective, but does make the timeline a little bit challenging. Um, so we are moving as quickly as possible. So we will have um, once the behested payments waiver is again, hopefully approved. We reach out to companies, we match them as quickly as we can. We come back to um, the Board of Supervisors for an accept and expend and then begin work once that is approved. It is a 16 week cohort. We hope to start it in mid-March-ish and wrap up in June. Um, with that, I am happy to answer any questions that you may have.
0: Thank you, Miss Kilter, and, and thank you for uh, your presentation and work on this I'm curious the the accept and expend do, do you anticipate that um, assuming the the behest, you know or waiver mm-hmm. is in place you can approach these companies mm-hmm. um, do you anticipate that it comes back as a sort of package of here is the cohort and the various participants or exactly. that it's on a so or, we
2: would be detailing, here are the projects that we have matched. There, we expect about four of them. Historically, cohorts have been four to six. Um, here are the companies that we are matching with those. Um, that, would, that package would include, um, if not a grant agreement, because we can't really sign a grant agreement until we have approval to do so, but a, we to bring a letter of intent, um, that they intend to donate a certain value of time. We, can, we have a formula for how we value the number of is I think $195.
3: It's based on the Taproot Foundation uh, pro bono
2: valuation. Yeah, it's about $195 per hour of work per person. We multiply that times the number of people on the team and then bring that as an in kind donation directly to the department as one package civic bridge acceptance expense.
0: Got it, thank you. And then, uh, best case scenario, when do you anticipate the cohort? Uh, start date and the length of time? Um,
2: Best case scenario, if everything went absolutely perfectly, we would start the first week in, second week in March, um, and then 16 weeks from there out puts us to the end of June, right? Yes. Yes.
0: Thank you. Um, And then how do you protect against conflicts in this uh situation when the department is seeking donations of of labor from these companies and is it in in the is there anything in place in this kind of outreach period or is that
2: so our office does all of the outreach the the company or the departments themselves don't have any role in that Um, and then the other thing I will say is in our grant agreements, um, if you do any work that then does lead to something that turns into an RFP, the, the party that works on the Civic Bridge project is not allowed to, um, enter into competition for that RFP or that contract in the future. So they are precluded from, um, that work down the road. Um, we do try and make sure that there isn't anything, you know, like we wouldn't match I can't think of a good example, but for example, or Gensler with the planning department per se, if, we, um, if there were kind of something going on where there's you know a, a close working relationship. Um, but typically like the closest thing you would get is like many companies use Adobe services um, or many departments use Adobe services. That doesn't mean they have a relationship with Adobe. Um, so we kind of like check to make sure that there's not a something improprietous, is that a word? Something bad? Um, But like we don't, you know, say there shouldn't be any relationship at all.
0: One of the, so in the project proposals, one of them was um, a DBI proposal that I noticed is not in the anticipated cohorts, and I think you explained The focus uh, areas. But what what happened to that DBI? Is that for like a future round or what was the decision? I think we may consider that that
2: for a future round. So, what we had, um, and Matt can speak to this kind of a little bit better, but um, historically, uh, Civic Bridge was kind of like everyone could apply for random projects and just kind of say, like, we want help with XYZ. um, And we would go out and try and find partners. Over the last few years, we've tried to focus the work on things that we really do think are strategic priorities. Um, and, and if other projects, you know, if we have extra capacity to manage this process and we have extra partners who are interested in that, we might consider it. But um, this year, given the workload of our team, we were really kind of very focused on kind of the homelessness and street outreach piece. And, and the DBI one didn't kind of rise to the level of prioritization. Um, we may still consider it if we can't find matches for some of the other ones and somebody really likes it. But
0: Thank you. And then once the cohort is completed, um, after the 16 weeks, um, mm-hmm. what's the process for, is, is there any reporting back uh, we have sh- internally um, or to the board about the, uh, the outcomes from the cohort?
2: Certainly, we are always happy to come and talk about our work. Um there is a public forum where we kind of have a presentation of all of the work that, that brings um, the people who the, the volunteers and the departments together. Um we invite everybody in the Civic Bridge cohort. It is it is held in a, you know, publicly available space. Um we have not historically been asked to present it at the Board of Supervisors, though I'm sure we would be happy to do so.
0: All right, well we should maybe discuss that and Absolutely. be curious, yeah, if that if that might be uh, Valuable use of time or not so look forward to talking with you about that Uh, unless my colleagues have any questions or comments uh, Let's open this item up for public comment
1: Members of the public who wish to speak on this item should line up now along the side of the windows all speakers will have two minutes to speak
4: Thank you committee I was uh I was listening to uh the mayor's representatives speak on this issue and on this item and uh I think the world of it because uh there's nothing like uh giving your time to the city and um uh, and making sure that you're doing it right. And I think this is what the program is saying it's doing, it's doing it right. Um so I have nothing but uh Uh, praise for uh, this item what we have to really consider is um, I think you know putting it through the grinder in this kind of situation this kind of a way is is the way to get it right and you're doing it right you're doing it right I have nothing but praise Uh, the other thing I want to talk to you guys about is let's say you 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 um, ask a company like Google or Salesforce or Microsoft to give a part of their time to the city, um, and then you say, you know, you're gonna ask them to do work, and um, I, I think, you know, you just wanna make sure it's, it's, you're doing it right. I think you're doing it right, you know what I'm saying? So the other thing I wanna talk to you about is, basically is, um, you know, civil rights and stuff like that, and you know, when I kind of like, I think you should, you should, you should ask civil rights companies, civil rights people, pro bono providers to also look into different things and about how they can spend their time and give people rights and, um, help people out and, uh, you know, help them out. So, uh, you know, I'm really curious to see what happens. And, I, still in the dark i still don't know where i'm going or what's going on here but hopefully by the end of this meeting i'll have an idea thank you
1: you need further public comment mr chair that it appears that we have no uh, other public comment, so that completes public comment for the day thank-
0: Thank you, Madam Clerk. Uh, public comment on this item is closed. Um, and thank you again uh, for bringing this item forward and for uh, briefing our office so thoroughly on this in advance. Um, I'd like to make a motion to send this item with recommendation to the Board of Supervisors.
1: In the motion to move this item to the full board with a positive recommendation, Vice Chair Stephanie? Vice Chair Stephanie, aye. Chair Preston? Aye. Chair Preston, I. It appears we have two ayes with Supervisor Chan excused. Thank you, that motion
0: passes. Uh, Madam Clerk, please call item 10 out of order.
1: Item 10 is an ordinance authorizing the San Francisco Public Utilities Commission and the Office of the City Attorney to approve settlements of claims arising out of the September 10th, 2023 Break of the F- break of the SFPUC's water transmission pipeline at the intersection of Fillmore and Green Streets for amounts exceeding twenty-five thousand per claim, notwithstanding Administrative Code Section ten point two two, but not to exceed one million per claim, and delegating authority under Chapter Section six. for the settlement of related litigation, if any, up to an uh, an aggregate total settlement amount, not to exceed 7 million, subject to periodic reporting to the Board of Supervisors, Government Audit and Oversight Committee.
0: Thank you, Madam Clerk, and um, Vice Chair Stephanie is the sponsor of this item. Thank you uh, for bringing this forward, and I believe that we have uh, Jeremy Spitz from SFPUC here today. I see you there. Come on forward, and please, uh, the floor is yours to present on this item. Welcome, Mr. Spitz. Actually. I'm sorry, Uh, uh, Vice Chair Stephanie.
5: Thank you, Chair Preston. I mean, this is a real simple matter, in my opinion, but there was a huge um, major uh, water main break in my district at Fillmore and Green Streets back on September 11th. It caused a major hole in the street, which um, then tons of water and dirt ran downhill, impacting so many residents. And um, our small businesses around Union Street and Fillmore and I just wanna thank the SFPUC because we worked uh, with them in the office of the city attorney to develop this ordinance to preauthorize the settlement of claims and litigation resulting from that main break um, so that residents can receive their payments more quickly. So again, thank you for your work on that, Jeremy. And um, just for context, normally each claim above $25,000 would need to be approved by the board, which takes significant time. And the city responded rapidly to repair the damage street and utilities before Thanksgiving and we want to make sure that the private property owners are also made whole as soon as possible. So I hope I can count on your support today and I'll turn it over to Jeremy, thanks.
3: Great, thank you, good morning Chair Preston, good morning Supervisor Peskin, and thank you Supervisor Stephanie for that introduction and for sponsoring this ordinance. Um, Again, my name is Jeremy Spitz with the SFPUC. Uh, as Supervisor Stephanie mentioned, on September 10th, 2023, an SFPUC 16-inch high-pressure water main broke at the intersection of Fillmore and Green Streets. Water flowed down Fillmore Street flooding streets, catch basins in the area, and damaging approximately 43 residential and commercial properties. The board approved an emergency declaration for the main break in October. The item before you today would authorize the SFPUC and the Office of the City Attorney to approve settlements of, the claims, settlements of claims arising from the incident For amounts over $25,000 but not exceeding $1 million per claim, and delegate authority (laughs) under Charter Section 6.1025 for the settlement of related litigation, if there is any, up to a total amount of $7 million. The purpose of this proposed ordinance, as Supervisor Stephanie stated, is to enable the prompt payment to those to enable prompt payment to those impacted by the water main break by establishing an expedited settlement procedure to facilitate the timely resolution of anticipated damages damages claims or litigation directly resulting from the incident. For each settlement, the controller would certify that sufficient funds are available from the proper funds or appropriation to pay for each claim as as compromised and settled. The ordinance also includes a reporting requirement stating that the SFPUC and the City Attorney shall submit biannual reports to the Government Audit and Oversight Committee on the settlement of claims or litigation arising out of the September 10th main break. Thank you for your time this morning and thank you Supervisor Stephanie for sponsoring this ordinance.
0: Thank you Mr. Spence. Uh, Let's go ahead and uh, open this item up for public comment.
1: Members of the public who wish to speak on this item should line up now along the side uh, along the side by the windows. All speakers will have two minutes to speak.
4: This is a really exciting item. <laughs> you know, this is an exciting. I heard in the news when the pipes burst and I was, uh, I was, I was uh, out on the street, I was home. I'm a homeless guy. But listen, this is exciting because a lot of people are gonna get paid after this, and I'm so curious. How does it even work? I mean, if you're sleeping outside, let's say, um, you know, you're a homeless guy and you're sleeping outside, and water starts flowing into your encampment, do you get payment? Do you, 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 you can you petition the city for some, you know, relief? I don't know. But I, I'm, I'm all for the people that live there, the businesses, and everybody affected by this. Um, kind of like, a, you know. Not bad day when you get $25,000 and a million, up to a million. Not to exceed a million per claim. Wow. That's all. Oh, I think the total is $7 million. So this is fascinating. I mean, this really puts the city in a, in a different light for me because every single step I take now, I'm paying attention to, you know, this is the city's city. This is the city's city. It takes care of its people. This is how it does it. And it's so exciting. I'm happy for the businesses more pipes burst, not a problem. <laughs> but listen, um, I want a payment too. I mean, at some point, for, you know, at, 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 uh, at some point, I think, I, think, I, think, I think it's about time. I want to know when. That's all I want. I want to know when. If it's, if it's tomorrow, it'd be great. If it's tomorrow, it's great. Jeremy, I want you to know everybody at SFPUC is a friend. I see the posters you guys are making in the buses. Um, this is I Love SFPUC Water. It's beautiful. I love San Francisco water, I love it. I don't want it to burst. I don't want any bad things to happen, but for the people getting the settlement, man, you got my thumbs up, thumbs up. Congratulations. You know, just smile sometimes, you know, and be happy and uh, help people out, help people, okay? If you see people, help them out. Thank you.
1: Mr. Chair, doesn't seem to be any other public speaker so we will complete public the public comment portion of this item
0: thank you madam clerk public comment on this item is now closed Uh, I'd like uh, to make a motion to send this with recommendation to the full board
1: and the motion to move this item to the full board with a positive recommendation vice chair Stephanie vice chair Stephanie aye chair Preston aye Chair Preston, aye. We have two ayes with Supervisor Chan excused.
0: Thank you. The motion passes. Um, Madam Clerk, please call items two through nine uh, for closed session.
1: Today's closed session agenda is compromise of items two through nine, which are four ordinances and three resolutions authorizing and approving various settlements of lawsuits and unlitigated items in the amounts ranging ranging between approximately 40,000 and 7 million. Thank you Madam Clerk. Let's go ahead and
0: open up a public comment for the closed session items.
1: Members of the public who wish to speak on this item should line up to speak now along the side by the windows. All speakers will have two minutes to speak.
4: Uh, I guess you guys are going into closed session. Thank you. I want to appreciate um, the time you've given me today. It's not an easy thing. Um, I'll, I'll finish early. I know you, you started that time late, but um, they're going into closed session. I got to get out of here. Uh, but the thing is, I just want to know when I'm. You know, when, 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 uh, uh, you know, when, when we're going to see better days as a city. When are we gonna see better days? I hope it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. I hope it's tomorrow. So thank you everybody for giving me your time. It's not an easy thing, but I just pushed against the wall really hard and I just thought, you know, I'd just come and say a few words and maybe I get that back off. Thank you very much. You guys are very amazing. I hope to be back on better on better days and we could have, you know, drinks and enjoy our lives. Thank you.
1: Mr. Chair, that it appears that we have no further public comment, so we'll complete public comment.
0: Thank you. Public comment on the closed session items uh, is now closed. And uh, let's go ahead and uh, uh, have a motion uh, to convene in closed session.
1: And the motion to convene into the closed session, Vice Chair Stephanie. Vice Chair Stephanie, aye. Chair Preston? Aye. Chair Preston, aye. We have two ayes, which Supervisor Chan excused. Thank you. We'll now convene in closed session. So what am I saying? Ready to, ready to resume open session.
0: We are now back in open session. Thank you for your patience uh, while we were away. Madam Clerk, please report on the closed session deliberations.
1: Agenda, Agenda items two through nine were recommended without objection
0: thank you madam clerk and uh i'd like to move to not disclose the closed session discussions please call the roll on that motion
1: In the motion to not disclose vice chair stephanie chair preston aye and member chan has been excused we have two eyes with member chan excuse me excused
0: thank you that motion passes uh and any other business before the committee Uh, I and actually before before we close them is my understanding um, that the that item 10 which we heard earlier um, was uh, actually agendized as a committee report but our motion did not reflect that so I'd like to move to rescind the vote on item 10
1: in the motion to rescind the vote on item 10 vice chair Stephanie and chair Preston aye and we have two eyes with member Chan excused
0: Thank you, and then uh, I'll move to uh, forward item 10 uh, with recommendation to the full board as a committee report.
1: And move to forward um, item 10 to the full board with the positive recommendation as a, excuse me, as a committee report, report. <laughs> Vice Chair Stephanie? And Chair Preston? Aye. And so we have two ayes and we have Member Chan excused.
0: Thank you, and with that, uh, Madam Clerk, any further uh, items before the committee?
1: There's no further business.
0: Thank you, we are adjourned.